Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. This is the Steel Curtain Network's Dave Schofield coming at you Tuesday night, uh, a little bit further after nine than I wanted to be. But as a Steelers fan, where else would you rather be? With me, as always, except when he's not, is my big brother, Rich. Rich, how's it going tonight? To be the man, you got to beat the man. Oh, oh yeah. Um. <laughs> well, you're you're a little disappointed, aren't you? Uh, uh, yeah. You you were all hyped for this. You were I all was. hyped for this to be. Let down. I quit. The... <laughs> yeah, home. you quit. I'm going um, home. Oh wait, I am home. Yeah, <laughs> you're going home. You're taking your microphone and going home. Oh, oh, wait a second. Um, this was supposed to be tonight. Was supposed to be the final quote unquote SB Nation podcast under what was formerly known as Behind the Steel Curtain Podcast Network, which is now the Steel Curtain Network that we are part of. We've already rebranded on, on YouTube. We've we've rebranded everywhere. We can. We've got the Twitter handle out there. If you haven't followed us, make sure you do. Um, Steel C Network um, on Twitter. Make sure you do that. Kyle Christ is doing a fantastic job uh, with stuff with Twitter out there, getting um, sound bites out there a lot. But uh, I, I know you, you've liked the stuff that he's done. I, I know you I want do. to chime in there. I do. Uh, he, he really has done a nice job. Yes, he has. I'm not a big, I'm not a big Twitter person, no. but I go on at least every couple of days just to go through some of the things Kyle's putting on there because I like them. Yeah. Well, you know, if, if you listen to Let's Ride, you'll find out even more about this tomorrow. I think Jeff talked about it, but I'm going to go ahead and mention it. This is not our final SB Nation podcast. Uh, I hope this came through because my screen froze for a second there. Because uh, during the preview on Thursday night, seriously, during the show, um, you, you hear a buzz maybe in the background all at the same time because Jeff, Brian, and I all get messages at the same time that uh, basically SB Nation is they, – they don't they – don't, adhere to the Mike Tomlin philosophy to life. And that is, oh, I should have had the sound mic, but I don't. You should, I, was I should have done it, but uh, it's been a busy day. And that is volunteers, not hostages. Unfortunately, we are basically being held hostage right now by SB Nation at the very last second after they said, you know, you all were let go for March 1st. Uh, you have to find somewhere else to go. We've done that. We've set it all up. Fan First Sports Network is up and going. We've even got a Twitter handle. Um, I've got to remember what that is exactly um, because it's a very long, you know, it can't be Fan First Sports Network simply because that's too many letters. Trust me, as a guy that uh, did, that, that didn't uh, um, that had to worry about the, the whole notion of too many letters in the Twitter handle. Um, but it's a uh, fans first SN. I had to make sure I had it right. That's our Twitter handle for the entire network. And uh, we have a lot of different podcasts coming in there. A lot of them are coming over from SB nation and those that aren't, we're filling in uh, with some other places. And, and that's something we're continuing to build. But the biggest thing was moving over the SB nation podcast. And they basically now say, yeah, we haven't figured out how to actually let you go. So they told us they're letting us go, but they can't figure out how to let us go. So we're pushed back. Uh, you know, right now that new date is 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 tentatively April first. Now, uh, could it get moved up? Hopefully, uh, could it get pushed back? Hopefully not. Um, but I will tell you, for all of you listening here, especially in the audio form, 
If you're here on YouTube, you're already part of the of, of the Steel Curtain Network YouTube channel. If you're here on Facebook, it, it's still there. There's going to be coming soon a Steel Curtain Network Facebook page. But if you're listening to this in audio and you're like, oh, man, what's it? all you have to do is subscribe now. And when the network changes, your subscription is still just going to roll over with it. Just hit subscribe or follow or whatever it is based on where you do podcasts and all that the, the name change will just be the name change when that occurs. If you're worried about missing out on it, because if you're already subscribed, then you have nothing to worry about. So, uh, um, so that what, what's interesting is that just means that all the, all the things that we had set up with advertising and everything gets, gets pushed back. It's kind of a pain. You all probably don't, you know, it's not going to change much to you all, the listener other than, um, hearing us talk about the when we're going to be there. So that's it. Um, whoo, Rich. <laughs> love this one. Gotta love this one. From Afton Ford says, <laughs> says our, our incompetence means we can't let you go. You, you summed it up nice. Yeah. Yep. That's that's pretty much what they're saying. So um, um, the more that I've had to dive into the world of podcasts and how they work, I've learned so much about how not to do podcasts and have a podcast network set up um, basically by seeing what we've been a part of here. So uh, that's good. It's going to be good. <laughs> like Brian Brown says, kind of like Heinz to Acrisure. No, because Heinz was, was, was pretty cool. And, and this is kind of the opposite. Um, hey, but, but here we are. We're still going. Rich, I've talked about it enough. Anything you want to say before we uh, roll into some uh, – Tight end theory? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, it is. That is a reference to the 1991 low-end theory album by a Tribe Called Quest. So why don't you go ahead and give us the scenario? Oh, I thought that I thought you were I was gonna start singing the theme to the Big Bang Theory. Oh, the Big Bang Theory. Oh, I was going with the low end theory. The but either way, theory. that works good too. Tight end the low end theory. That's yeah. good album. I was just I reading about that album the other day. You, you didn't even catch my other reference when I said, come on, just uh, lay out the scenario for us. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Now I forgot what I'm supposed to be doing. What are you, now you got me totally <laughs> off track. Any comment you wanted to talk doing. about? No, I, about I, everything. No, I'd rather start talking about Steeler football. Let's, Let's talk good. Let's we'd rather okay. talk. Someone's Although, here um, struggling with sound. Uh, da Daniel. Uh, ooh, okay. Uh, it's not just a Facebook thing because, because, um, uh, others from Facebook are saying they have sound. So hopefully you can get that figured out. Uh, we didn't want any, any problem with our feed going. Maybe that was SB nation trying to silence us. There you go. <laughs> silence. <laughs> silence. Oh we should not be silent. So, um, and it's funny people are like, well, why don't you just go ahead and just start the, it's all about you. It's about the listeners. We're wanting the listeners, you know, with the way these feeds work is, is we want this, the transition to be seamless for you all. So let's talk tight ends, okay? okay Before we do, tight ends. quick thing. Um, Omar Khan spoke and spoke and spoke and spoke a bunch today, a bunch of different places at the Combine. He talked to the Pittsburgh media first. Then he was at the podium. Um, then he did an interview with SNR. Some of the stuff was the same. Some of it was different. I already did a podcast on that to recap what he spoke to with the Pittsburgh media. Um, that was different than the stuff that he said when he was at the podium. Um, so we're not even, I, I'm just going to say, if you want to know a little bit more about that, make sure you check that out. He talked about some, you know, 
pen, you know, pending free agents, talked about Mitch Trubisky, talking about improvements with the growth of Kenny Pickett. All great stuff. I'm just going to direct you in that direction. Uh, did you get to catch out any sound bits or anything from, from Coach Con or I did Coach not. Con? I was general manager Con. Ma- <laughs> no, I was I was quite busy today, so I did not get yeah. to. I was yeah. it was a struggle for me just to keep up everything everybody was putting on the uh, Slack channel. Yes, and because it was there, you know, lots of information, things going out there. So, um, just yeah, it, it's kind of exciting just to, to hear something new from someone from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Haven't heard from Mike Tomlin since the Monday after their last game. Uh, you're you're not going to hear from him from the draft. He's one of the few head coaches that don't speak, um, or other ones do. But it was really great to hear something going on there. Um. It's hey, NFL's year round. So here we go. Combine is really rolling on. The coverage starts Thursday. If you want more about the coverage, it's not in prime time as it was before. And there's some slight tweaks because last year there was a complaint because of fitting it all in prime time that players had had to do their on-field workouts and bench press the same day. That's now spread out towards another day longer. But uh, coverage starts Thursday. We'll have an article at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. That website site still exists. Thursday morning with telling you how you can watch. Whoo, Rich. I did ran a couple articles this weekend, and it's funny because I kept trying to lay out in the article. I did one on Saturday, one on Sunday. I kept trying to lay out that we're not talking about 2023. In order to figure out where you need to go in 2023, you've got to figure out where you struggled in 2022. So let's talk about 2022 and where you struggled. And of course, what did people want it then to? Because I specifically mentioned it. They're like, well, this person's a free agent. We're not talking about who's a free agent. We were talking about 2022. And the talk was the position groups, first of all, that you're most concerned about. And then the next article was the one that you're most confident in, you know, that you're least concerned about. One of the ones towards the top, actually, I think right now the the poll's still open, they're either number two or number three, is the tight ends. That there was not a lot of concern about the tight ends last year. Do you you share that sentiment? I do. Okay. You you were satisfied and weren't really worried about the Steelers' tight ends. I was satisfied with the Steelers' tight end room. Yeah. Um, Good room. Now, notice they were all guys on rookie contracts. Yep. All, you know, the, the the they had moved on from Eric Ebron, whose contract ran out the year before after he was injured. Uh, so you had Fairmuth on a rookie deal, Gentry on a rookie deal, and they drafted Connor Hayward to fill out the room. Okay? Because Connor Hayward is kind of that hybrid player, we're going to go ahead and probably talk about fullbacks a little bit tonight. Because do we really – no, we kind of mentioned fullbacks in – in in with the running backs. Backs and running so if we backs, want to, we, we can. may kind of mention them again a little yeah. bit tonight because they kind of fit. They kind of mesh together, yeah, especially yeah. when Derek Watts lined up more as an H back than than an than a you know power eye fullback anyway. So the, last year the Steelers they they went late in the draft, filled out the room, and and they were good. They even had someone from the year before who was a former undrafted free agent, Kevin Rader, that was still there. But Connor Hayward beat him out for the job, and Rader ended up in Tennessee. Were you happy with what the Steelers did with the tight end position going into last year, you know, addressing it late in the draft and kind of seeing what happens? Oh, yeah, I was fine. 
And again, I had no issues with the room. I had no issues with the way the Steelers went about um, looking to fill out the room. I think the Steelers in their mind would have been okay if, if Raider would have been the guy to make the team, but Hayward, Hayward clearly had what I want to say a greater Upside, a broad, he had a broader skill set. There you go. That's a great way to say it. Uh, he had and, a broader skill set, which is why I think in the end they went with him. Hey, and anytime, even even if it's the last player on the depth chart that's on the fifty three man roster, it's still one that's that's active on game day and still sees time, even though it might not be much time in the offense. If you could take a late round draft pick and upgrade the bottom of your depth chart in year one, that's a win in my opinion. Sure. You know, a sixth round draft pick and you upgrade the the bottom part of, of your of that. And not only that, he's sitting there in pretty good position when we when we turn the corner and talk about this year coming up. So I was satisfied with that. Really, the only the the only tight end who gave major production during the season, I you would have to say is Pat Firmuth. Wouldn't don't you think that's a fair assessment? Um yes. Sorta. <laughs> yes, yes, sorta. I mean, Zach Gentry, I'm pretty sure he had because um the this week's vertex, which will I think is going to this week be on Thursday, uh, because of some other stuff we have going on. Um, he had 19 receptions this year. I'm I'm trying to 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 look it up here to see how, how many receptions Connor Hayward had this year. He had 12, but he uh, but he did have a touchdown in there. Uh, but then you had Pat Frayermuth who had the second most receptions on the team. Right. And, and you knew that was going to be the case that, you know, you're going to feed the ball to, to Fairmouth. But my thought was between the other two, they got them the ball enough. And honestly, Gentry caught, well, so did Hayward. I mean, they caught some big first downs in some games. I mean, yeah. their catches were timely. The Steelers were like, oh, you're going to cover everybody else? Hey, we can get it to these guys and get first downs. Yeah. Boom. There, you know, there it was. And which Connor really Hayward is a perfect example of that. I, I agree with you. Yeah. So, but, well, but Gentry had a good number, too. You're, they, they were running those quick little okay. almost like slip screens to Gentry a lot that were going for first downs a lot of the time. And it's like, I, I'm I like trying. Them. I'm trying to see if I have the advanced. I don't have, I'd have to go into each player, yeah, but no, no, no. Um, I mean, I can right here, you know, Gentry had 19 receptions for 130. He had like an 82, yeah, 82.6 um, uh, catching percentage. That's the most of the, sorry, the second most of anyone who had double digit receptions on the Steelers year, only behind Jalen Warren when it comes to catching percentage. Yeah. Now, one time I felt like it was that obvious play they were going to go to Gentry and the, with based on the timing. And not only did Steelers fans see it, so did the opposition, and it got thrown for a loss yeah. um, when they do that little, you know, slip screen yep. uh, to, to him. I don't know if that's the right term for that, where, you know, he just kind of is there and turns out. Uh, but, but for example, Zach Gentry had 19 catches. Of his 19 catches, six of them went for first downs. Yeah. All right. When you look at Connor Hayward, Connor Hayward had, wait a second, why did it all of a sudden just go away? Connor Hayward 
had 12 receptions this year. Of his 12 receptions, obviously, you know, one of them was the first time because it was a touchdown. But of his 12 receptions, six of them were for first downs. Right. So, so 12 yeah. first downs out of those guys on, on what's that ter- work out to be 31 receptions? Uh, yep. Yeah. So, and that's, and that's not even your main guy. Now, if you want to talk about the main guy, when you're talking about, about Fairmuth, he had 63 receptions for the year. All right. Oh, wait a second. We got told one time we shouldn't talk about numbers. We're just supposed to give all, we're only supposed to give opinions and not actually base it with any fact. Uh, I I forgot about that. Are are you okay talking about numbers? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had to dig that in there a little bit. He had 37 first downs, 37 of his 63. So that's – I'm sorry. That's <laughs> I mean, you put those guys' numbers together, that's pretty good production out of your tight end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so, so that's, that's the main thing there. And um, the other thing when it comes to Gentry especially – is the blocking because because well first of all, you know you, you look at the Steelers' position and, and I mean we all know who the starting tight end was for the Steelers this year, right? Nope. Yeah, you're right because it was Zach Gentry. He started the most games. If you if you look at it, who goes down as the season starter for the Steelers? It's Zach Gentry. He started 12 games. Gentry started 12, and I'm pretty sure Fairmuth it was it was uh, it was it was eight. So technically. Um, yeah, the game in there where they both started. Well, uh, yeah, a couple games in there they both started. Exactly. Well, yeah. because what it was is seriously, it's kind of. I admit, I did the same. Every single game that I coached where I was calling plays, I ran the first play of the the first, the first play of the game every time, every time. And the Steelers might not run the same play, but it's a similar play. You know, they're going to line up with a bigger package and run the ball the first down. Or they're going to line up in a bigger package and then try to throw it. But chances are you're going to have a bigger package on the field the very first play because it's just uh, what they line up to do. So, so that's so that's what you got there. So overall, you were satisfied with the tight end play and everything in 2002. Yes. All right. So we're going to go ahead and take our break to then we so we could turn into 2003 and say let's see how to build the room and. And where to go from there. So stick around. If you're here on if you're on YouTube, Facebook, we'll be back. It's a couple seconds. Um, if you're here on the audio, stick around for, for this probably blank space with no ads filled by SB Nation because, well, we won't go into that. Um, and then we'll be right back. And we are back, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. That's uh, you, you, hey, you, you got to give that break for ads that SB Nation isn't filling. So uh, just got to make sure it's there. <laughs> Did I say what did I say? Did I say two thousand three? You know what? I'm not I, sure I didn't what even you catch said, it, but I not until I saw it. I was like, that wasn't a twenty three. I heard at the end. Yeah. So you know, let's let's talk about two thousand twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah, I, I screwed that up somehow. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Um, I was looking at the clock. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was 18 minutes and 23. Or I don't know. It's yeah. So I said 2002 and 2003. Yeah, 2022, 2023. There we go. Are we square? All right. Oh, I'm. 
I'm okay. Okay. Just, you know, are, are you going to yeah. get the correct years? Because I you know. yeah. Because if we want to go back to 2002 and 2003, well, that's pre Heath Miller, which yep. we 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 don't even I, I don't even know about that. Okay. As, as, <laughs> what did yeah, somebody say? Somebody said. 2003 says isn't that Jay Jay Reavers ma okay or 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 as Marky D says here Steelers Nation Australia says we need to protect Maddox you know what next year which is 2023 2023 let's let's look at it Steelers room Zach Gentry free agent Rich are you interested in bringing Zach Gentry back <laughs> or, or you, you do realize you're muted. I just thought I'd tell you. <laughs> so, and hopefully you're not even frozen. So we'll 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 keep going. Oh, there we go. There we he, go. He, okay, he, sorry, he, sorry. okay, there we go. All right, we got. It. My, Are you interested? I hit my cord on my microphone and it jiggled loose, and that automatically mutes you. So I had to replug yeah, it in the no, microphone. It doesn't mute me. It, well, it mutes you. Yeah, I got yeah. you. Okay, so. Um, Are you interested in bringing back Gentry? Can I give, <laughs> my, tip, can I give my typical free agent answer? Yeah, for yeah, no, for the right money, for the right price. <laughs> yeah, for the right, yeah, exactly. Really, well, that's what it comes down all, to. Here's what I really love about Gentry. All right, that dude is basically another offensive lineman. The guy's what six six and or something six seven like he's tall and, mm-hmm. and he weighs 260 pounds yeah he's another lineman yeah and like here we go i'm sorry myrna and uh, myrna jane and bert gentry gives nothing in the passing game no splash tight ends aren't about the passing game all the time my goodness i actually started off as a tight end never went out on a pass route never caught a ball but i was you know, we were trying to work in an, an extra offensive lineman. I ended up being the starting tackle before the season started anyway. So it didn't really matter. But that's what it was really all about was is is getting someone else that can do that. And and he's you don't have to be a threat like that of the passing game to be an effective tight end. My goodness. How much of a threat was Jesse James? How much of, of, of a threat was Matt Spath? You know, they weren't. They weren't a huge threat. Jesse James more out of any of those names. Okay, but you're not that huge threat because you have multiple m- multiple roles. Okay. Okay. Now he comes. Uh, I don't know if we're talking to Murdy. He's not a tight end. My goodness! Stop talking Kelsey about Kelsey about being a tight no, end. You can talk about Kelsey being a tight end. Okay. <laughs> we have that tight end. His name is Bradford. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's not really. A, I mean, but he's kind of. Who's the other one? There's, um, there's not a place on the team for two of those. Nobody's yeah. running two of those guys. You're not seeing two Kelseys on the field at the same time playing tight end. Now, we did see two Kelseys on the field. Well, not at the same time, but two Kelseys on the field in the Super Bowl. But, you know, yeah. one I, center, one tight end. Yeah. But, you know, you, you're not seeing two players like that who are that big of a pass-catching threat in the tight end position. T, you're just you just don't see it. Okay, when you run a two tight end set. You are not wanting to have two tight ends that aren't going to be um, below average blockers. That is a waste of the formation. 
Because honestly, if Correct. the Steelers don't bring back Jaron, and I'm okay if they don't, because if he's going to make money okay. somewhere else, yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. But to me, if you don't bring back Zach Gentry, you're either going to have to, A, use your tackle-eligible tight end even more, which they used a little bit last year, but not a ton. They just did it when they wanted to go really, really big. Because guess who else was out there with him? Zach Gentry. Gentry. Um, If not, you're going to have to get that type of tight end. You're going to need a tight end that's basically a glorified lineman, but could at least give you something to catch the ball. And, and, and Connor Hayward cannot fill that role. No, he, I, I don't because think Connor Hayward yeah. is not big enough to fill that role. No, that's just, that's no, he, not who he's meant he's to be. Tough. You're exactly right. Yeah. Right. He, he is, you know, Connor Hayward is a tough nosed guy, but he's given up six or seven inches yeah. and, 40 pounds at least probably the gentry. Yeah. I mean, to me, the 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 gold standard in Pittsburgh Steelers football of that second tight end that does that in my lifetime more, because you know, I didn't back in the 70s and even the 80s, I wasn't really understand was the I think of um, why did it all of a sudden escape? <laughs> this escape my name. Um, that was from from Minnesota, from 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 the University of Minnesota that I already talked about before. Um, oh my goodness, why is his name gone for me again? Uh, that left for one year for a year or two for the Bears and then came back. Um, recently that was with Heath. Hey. Space. That was like I'm like, why? Why am I thinking of Heath? It's it's not Heath. It's space. Sorry, you guys talking seventies and eighties. I'm like, who are you talking? about? No, I'm like, I'm just saying, if people could think of an example from back then, I don't have one off the top of my head. But to me, Matt Space is that other tight end that you that you threw to rarely, but he did. uh, Someone said it in there. Did the dirty work. Did the dirty work. So got guys like Heath Miller. Yeah, are rare. Okay. Heath Miller was a a receiving threat and a phenomenal blocking tight end. It's tough to find guys anymore mm-hmm. that are fantastic at both. Yeah. Because if you're going to be that good at that receiving threat, why do you want to go block? <laughs> Honestly, you know, if because because well, think of it. What's going to earn you the money in the NFL? Becoming a better receiver as a tight end or becoming a better blocker as a tight end? Honestly, what's going to give you the bigger contract? In today's NFL, it's the receiving. So if you're pretty, if you're good at both of those, what would you honestly focus on building more of your game around? It's got to be the receiving because that's what's going to pay off. Right, but then you got to have you've got guys like Gentry out there who realize that there is a there is a niche for them in the NFL. Yeah, to play tight end as more of a blocking tight end. Yeah. Are they going to make the money? No, no. <laughs> but Jesse James sure did they, from Detroit, though, man. He he, but he they, really did. They, but they've got a spot. Yeah, you know, it's it's like you know that's how that's how you make a team. 
Yeah. Oh, Thomas Riley says Eric yeah, Green, Adrian, Adrian Cooper. That's a name I haven't thought of for a long time. I have not either until he my put goodness. It I wouldn't second. have even been able to name that if you wouldn't have put out that good one, Thomas Riley. Yeah. You know, so the that the other one that written now back, like I said, back in the in the seventies, your tight end was kind of expected to do the the dirty work things. That's not today's NFL. But right. there's ben, Benny there. Cunningham did both. Yeah. Keith um, Miller was really one of the last guys yeah. out there that really did both that. I'm way. I'm just trying I'm trying to think of even someone in the NFL today that is like that. Because chances are if you know their name because you're a good receiver, they they're not doing that as as much. Cause you know, I, I just think of the bigger tight end, you know, like like the Kelsey, like the like Mark Andrews, like um Hawkinson, you know, that the for Detroit thing got traded to Minnesota. I, I'm thinking of guys like that. Um, some of these guys, they they really are. I mean, Pitts, who was drafted as the only tight end yeah. uh, ahead of, of Frermuth, he doesn't even line up to play tight end at all. Right. I mean, really, he doesn't do any of that stuff. I'm not saying the other guys don't. I, trust me, I'm not. But to really be that guy. There's a need for you, but it, you're just you're, you're going to be an NFL player, but you're not going to be a superstar getting superstar money. I I look at this. Thomas Riley brings up says maybe Gronk, Gronk, Gronk and Kelsey fit into the category of for me both of them. Mm-hmm. If I really needed a, a a tight like if if our roster really dictated that we were really going to run the ball. They can they they can be that blocking guy, but if we're going to be passing the ball, then you're just wasting them as a blocking guy. Get them out in the pass route. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, face it, Kansas City just doesn't run the ball. Yeah, that. I mean, they I do run the ball, but yeah. but but it's it's not. They know they want to use Kelsey because he's such a valuable weapon in the passing game. So they're not asking him to block. Near Do you want to wear the guy out throughout the game and having him block a lot? Yep. Exactly. When he's such a big offensive weapon, and that's that's that. You're right. That's the NFL of today. So the well, thing you is, I that- also think the other thing in the NFL mm-hmm. today is is guys like Heinz Ward changed changed the wide receiver position. I mean, now you see wide receivers coming down and, and blocking out defensive ends and things like that mm-hmm. because some of those guys are big enough and tough enough to help out and do some of that. So you figure out ways to not have the – what um, as mm-hmm. large a need to have a fantastic blocking tight end out there at times because you can also get wide receivers to help out. Yeah, but it, it the thing is is – that if you're going to have a quote unquote blocking tight end, you you can't spend a lot of money on them. You really can't, right? Because you want to use them if you have them and when you need them. But when it really comes down to it, your assets have to be used other places. So when it comes to the, there's a lot of time talking about blocking tight end, but it, it, it's a good point because that's the one position that the Steelers are really don't have right now for, for this year. Could they find somebody else even at a, at a veteran minimum contract, whether it be Zach Gentry or somebody else? That's what I'm looking for for the Steelers today. Right. 
You know, here I'll go. Since since we started on this road, I'll go bring up because it, it raised another good question, mm-hmm. and I've got a way I'm going to answer it. So so uh, you know, Murder Jane and Bert say Pat goes down. So you're banking on Gentry to fill in two or three games. No, I'm banking on oh, Connor Hayward. I'm banking on Connor Hayward to come because in he's fill. closer to to the to the Muth role than Gentry is. Correct. But Gentry's the. I mean, not it, it. It's kind of it's almost like guard and tackle. They're even though they're both tight ends, they're a different type of tight end. Yeah. So, you know, exactly. just because they're both offensive linemen doesn't mean now some guys can play both guard and tackle. And those are really big assets to have. But a lot of those guys that can play both guard and tackle aren't even necessarily your starters because it's the whole jack of all trades, master of none idea. Um, uh, guys trying to make a roster, the more versatile you are, the the more likely is you'll stick. Things of that nature. Um, guys that are really going to to land in there. Um, is what it is. So, yeah. Um, wait, I got it on my phone. It hasn't showed up on our screen yet because we've got some we've got some dingo dollars coming that I got to be able to bring there it up. Is. There it is. There it, comes. there it is. It says he says good day, fellas. Long time listener and huge fan of the show. <laughs> Can Connor Haywood play fullback? Okay. At least I didn't have to say Jennifer Lopez. Sorry. <laughs> Can yeah, Connor te- Hayward play fullback? Rich. Technically, yes. Con- Connor Hayward's technical position, if you ask me, is H back. Yes. Um, which is somewhere between fullback and tight end. Yeah, he is he's a versatile weapon. What now, would Mike no, could, no no no? What would Mike Tomlin call him? Um Hold on. Uh, wait, 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 wait. It's what he called Trey Norwood when he drafted him. Swiss Army Knife. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> That's what it is. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to remember what it was. Yes. Okay. Swiss um, Army Knife. Swiss Army Knife. Yeah. But now, are, are, if you're talking about lining up in the in the I formation to be the lead blocker going through, I don't know that that's Connor Hayward, but... How often did the Steelers line up in that formation? Even when they had Derek Watt on the field, how many times was he lined up more as an H backer? You know, there, there at the wing. I mean, he 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 caught a touchdown, and what was it coming through from from over there, um, lining up as as kind of, as as that quote unquote there's, wing back. There's no more power eye or off. You know, some yeah. once in a while you see a occasionally little bit of that eye, but not much. But I don't. I don't think I couldn't tell the last time I saw a power eye formation out of the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's not really it's used so rarely that that's why somebody like a Derek Watt and everyone got so upset. Oh, you pay all this money to Derek Watt as a fullback. You were paying Derek Watt as a special teams player. He's just someone that could also be your fullback because when you know 90 some percent of his snaps. Or as or on special teams, I mean, it's high nineties versus on offense. That's what he's being paid to do. But he also fills a role that they don't have to have somebody else do. When you can have great special teams guys, because um, guess who another really good special teams guy is? Dude. Connor Hayward. Yep. <laughs> I mean, he played the um, he played the second most snaps on special teams this past year. Connor Hayward did. Um, it was a tie for the most between I think Watt and Killebrew. I think we're tied for the most, and then Connor Hayward and and somebody else was behind him. Um, I, I had those snaps here at one point. I don't even know what happened to him. Um, 
Actually, I have them right here, so I could I could tell you real quick. It was Watt and Killebrew played 290, and Connor Hayward and Benny Snell Jr. played 284. So when you have someone that can fill a role down the depth chart and can play special teams like that, now, why is Connor Hayward playing special teams? Because he's the third tight end. If Connor Hayward moves up the depth chart, guess who's going to be asked to play special teams more? Probably the third tight end. Yeah. So, um, and, and honestly – if Connor Hayward is your quote unquote second tight end and the Steelers bring in someone else or they draft someone late or they have an undrafted free agent, something like that, that's more of your quote unquote blocking tight end. They might be your third tight end, but they're going to be used in, in the way that Gentry was the, the number of where they are on the depth chart wouldn't matter right. um, from, from what they're going to do. So rich, how do you think uh, the, the Steelers are, are going to shape this roster? They're going to roll Pat Fairmouth. They're going to roll out. Connor Hayward, they're going to. What? What if, if it's not Zach Gentry? What do you think? Um, I think they fill it with with a uh, with a veteran, whether that be Gentry or somebody else. Okay, so you think you um, probably what I would that I'll say a veteran salary benefit contract. Yes, a veteran salary benefit contract. Um, is not your your high profile free agent contract. It is a contract for someone who has been in the NFL for four seasons or more. They are they are paid based on 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 their ex- experience, but they actually cost less against the salary cap. It's generally uh, I don't know, like a hundred hundred fifty thousand dollars less on the salary cap than what their what their actual salary is. It's not that big cut like it was with Terrell Edmonds, which is another form of that benefit. Um, so I could see that. Could you see someone coming in almost like on a on a you know like a Miles Killebrew or Arthur Millette type contract? It could be he, they want more than one year. Okay, we'll give you two years at you know maybe, maybe two years at three million, something like that. You know, yeah, two, that. or 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 smaller. I mean, even two years of four isn't bad, especially if if you do, you know, half, you know, minimum the first year with the rest being a signing bonus, and then the then the other half, the second half. It would probably have to be four million to work it out that way. Now that I do it in my in my head, um, but it, it's not a, it's that's not a position you want to really spend any kind of money on. No, I don't. Would you would you be okay if the Steelers ultimately did it in the draft? Um, yeah, it wouldn't be bad. Um, would you be but all right? I won't Here, be all right if they do it prior to round four. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, and they don't have fifth, fifth round picks, so I'm thinking six or seven. Yep. Um, or undrafted free agent, you know, because I, I, I would be shocked if the Steelers didn't have at least one, if at least one tight end is an undrafted free agent, if not more. If assuming oh, there, they don't there, draft any, I was going to say there there will be four in the room to start camp. You might, if not five, know. probably yeah. five. Possibly, you'll, it, and you'll probably have an idea quickly who which ones will make the roster. But there will be guys there. Yeah, yeah, and and bottom line is, I'm okay if who ultimately ends up being the Steelers um, other tight end other than Hayward and Frayermuth, if they're not even signed until after the draft, 
And it could even still be Zach Gentry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Zach, Zach Gentry might get a decent deal from somewhere else. And if he does, good for him. Good for, good him. for him. And if he doesn't, then you have someone like a like a Gentry or another or, or another one out there like that that you after the draft that you know that you didn't fill that position. I, I'm not concerned if the Steelers only have have two tight ends other than, you know, like for reserve future contracts, if they only have those two tight ends going into the draft, because I do feel that that's something that they could fill in later. Yes. Yeah. It, it, they could. It, it's not – what I want to say, it, you know, it, it's not a – I don't want to say it's not a pressing need because it is a pressing need, but, but it's mm-hmm. not a, a need that – not a high-ranking need. There yeah, that's the way I'll say it. There, it. Yeah, it's not something that has to get done right then, right now. Yeah. So the so the other thing I would say, the other thing I would say is, I'm just as I'm a, 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 when you come to that other tight end position, I am I am. A, as much as their play on the field matters, I'm really high on them being um, a high, you know, high character, good teammate, great in the room type of player. To me, is is so much, you know, is just as important as what they could do on the. If you're talking someone that's only going to play, you know, ten snaps a game, something like that, um, you're. It's a whole different story. Uh, when you actually go to to bring them in, uh, just just based on those kind of things, like for for example, Zach Gentry last year on offense, he played. Oh, it just went away from me. He played five hundred and seventy seven snaps on the season. Okay, okay. So that means so you take that five hundred and seventy seven over seventeen games. How, what's what? What's that average? I'm trying to do it get quick there, in your please. mind. I was trying to do it. I was going to say so was I, a little but... bit more, a little bit more than it's actually more than 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 thirty. Yeah, that's way yeah. more than I expected 30. him to play. That he played thirty snaps a game. Um, but if you're also working Connor Hayward into taking more of those snaps, for of if it's someone else. Then, what they bring to the to the position room is just as more, just as important, if not more, than what they're going to have out there. On the, I mean, you don't want someone who's just really washed up and can't do anything for you on the field. But what I'm saying is, there's you could bring in a fantastic tight end that no one else signs just because they're a problem. I don't want that. Yeah, don't do that. I don't want that. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's it, it's too important for Muth and Hayward, the young guys, to to have someone else who who's going to be a good solid teammate for them. So, um, wow, man, these shows go so fast. You ready for a question? We kind of almost we answered have, it. We have. It's 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 it's, it's the same deal. We're going to talk about. I'm not calling it what position they are down the depth chart. I, whether you want to call it second tight end, third tight end, whatever. You've got. Pat Fairmuth, you've got Connor Hayward. How do we fill? How do we fill the, the, the other third? tight end? Yeah. Is it? Is it? Um, 
what's the term we used last week? Resign. Is it free agent? Is it trade? Is it draft? Is it UDFA? Okay. Um, I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of torn here. Okay. Cause it's, for me, it's close. It, for me, yeah. it's, it's like a coin flip. Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> so I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go with, um, with. Remember, don't answer stuff. yet, everyone. People think I they're going to, they're forgetting the rules already. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Maybe I, I think that going, you got to wait for me to put it in there. I think I'm going to go with resign. You're going to go with resign, okay? Because remember, Steel Dog 88 puts it out there. He's heard me say this a bunch. I'm sure he's he's picking on me saying it. Always remember, a seventh round pick is a is an undrafted free agent. You don't want to fight over. Yep, that's really you know that's a lot of those players are on very similar levels, and that's that's really it. You know, you might actually have a player you'd like better there, but you think you can get them as an undrafted free agent? I said unsigned, undrafted free agent. You might even not draft them because you think you'll get them otherwise, and take the person you think you might not get. So here we go. You said resign. Since you said resign, I'll say free agent. Okay, and I just put it out there in both of them for everyone to answer. I, I think those are the big thing. I they could go draft. I just they don't know. Could. It'd be really nice if they don't have to. Right, because I'd love to see the draft capital going elsewhere. Yeah, I, I mean, I want them to po- fill. I think I got other positions. I think I'd rather see them drafting for. I, I just I want to see the Steelers fill everything like they did last year. You know, remember they did fill that safety position right before the draft when they brought back Toro Edmonds. So that way you really could draft the best player available. Yep. I mean, that, that's really what you want. Oh, so here you go. We've got George. George says re-sign. Uh, Thomas Riley says, when he says draft slash free agent, I think he means undrafted free agent, meaning whether it's picked late or or, or done yeah, there. That, Maybe that's, that's not what, what you meant, Thomas, but that's what I'm going to assume. Okay. Um, Gabriel Golden says re-sign. Brian Brown says undrafted free agent. BF Bud says to re-sign. There's a lot of people wanting Gentry back. Um, they're bringing Gentry back. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> State of the Steelers says said re-sign. Steel, that was really bad. I'm sorry. Steel Dog 88 said re-sign, as did Demetrios and Afton Forid. And have you seen Kathy in here tonight? I've not seen Kathy. I haven't seen Kathy tonight. If you're not, we miss you, Kathy. Um, 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 uh, Mira, Jane, and Bert says later round draft. Okay. Uh, great. Well, it skipped on me. There we go. Uh, great 103 says resign. Ruben Stone says resign. Um, uh, Jamie Carlo says resign. Eric Parker says undrafted free agent. Uh, CD says resign. And he said after the draft. You know that, which I think is a good possibility there. Um, yeah, um, Richard Adamson says undrafted free agent. Um, uh, Demetrius did say, added that says you know it's a decent tight end class this year. So if it just falls that way at some point, that's not terrible. No, okay, uh, and I, no. I would get that. Yeah, I mean if it's a deep class and, and other people have taken tight ends, and you've got a good one out there you could draft. Uh, I'm for it. Okay, George right. OTJ yep. says resign. Okay, Sherry Sherry Richard says free agency. Um, Randy Wagner says resign for grilling and chilling. 
That's funny. Um, uh, but some people say, and still drive. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, here we go. Did I did I miss it? I mean, some of them are people saying it again. Harvey Stone, I don't think I'd said that one, says resign. Uh, Mark Tobin says, keep him. Wait, it didn't come up right. Keep him. There it is. Um, uh, and Steelers Nation Australia, Marky D says, draft. He, but I think that's a different kind of draft he's referring to. If you yeah. see his little icon on there, <laughs> you know, he's he's probably good for he's probably down for a good draft. <laughs> so um I'm not worried about the tight end position nearly as much. Uh, are you no. it's almost criminal we didn't mention. How concerned are you with Pat Frermuth's health? It's one of those where, where I'm going to say this. Uh, we I, I can't sit around and just constantly worry about players' health because you could drive exactly exactly. I, I you can say it about anybody. About that. You know, right. are you worried about T.J. Watt's health? Are you worried about Cam Hayward's health? Are you worried about Kenny Pickett's health? Are you worried about C.A. 3s health coming off the foot? Are you? You could say that. You know, somebody like, oh, Kevin Dotson struggle with the foot. Are you worried about his health? You could worry about anyone's health. Bottom line is, it is. It, it's going to be what it's going to be. Yeah, and then somebody yeah. who you're not even on your radar for health ends up, you know, getting knocked ah. out, and then you're just like, ah, you know. Okay. So I, I, I don't. I try not to figure about. So yeah. So um, Afton says Kathy. It says driving and listening just isn't able to type. That you know what I do that a lot on the Hangover. I'll listen so to I. it live, but I'll, it's actually because I'm cooking dinner. Oh, you know, mine is uh, mine is I'm typically on my way home from work. Yeah, I'm I'm usually cooking dinner. I got the headphones in, listening live, and occasionally might might stop just to chime in for one thing there. But uh, yeah, so 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 trust me, we'll fill you, Rich. It's kind of been fun. Do we have any other ones here? Um, uh, just making sure we got nope. that. We got hey, we got people even saying hi to Kathy. Uh, right. So hi, Kathy. I I understand um, the whole health thing, but. You can't you can't sit and dwell on that because you can't because it you you can't they don't give you enough roster spots to be able to think about every single and salary cap space to think yeah. about everybody's health, which is why it seems like everybody's like, well, we weren't prepared for missing TJ last year. Well, it's because we don't have when you put together some of the players we have, you don't have salary cap space to have another tj watt sitting on your bench exactly yeah it, i mean it is and they're like and, and it's funny because because people are like well your whole defense shouldn't re shouldn't revolve around one player being out there i'm like they're the defensive player of the year they're the best player on defense in the nfl if you don't have a defense that's catering to what they can do then that's criminal as well yeah. You know, but I mean, you, you, you have to adjust, but it's not going to be an easy adjustment. That's exactly what it was. Oh, wait, wait, we got another one. Okay. Here we go. Steel man fan. One, 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 one says to resign. Okay. So who, as we said at the beginning, talked about it plenty there, but technically you're still going to see, um, on, if you're listening to this in audio, it's probably still going to be the behind the steel curtain logo uh, for the channel. It's probably somewhere going to have SB Nation written somewhere. You're not going to see the 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 red, white, and blue of FFSN. Uh, where if you're not sure what I'm talking about, make sure you check us out on Twitter with the logo there. Uh, you're not going to see that until we actually get our feeds released from SB Nation. Although they promised, well, they didn't, I mean, they told us we had to be ready to go by by March 1st, then we did our part. They didn't do theirs. So now we have to wait on them. 
Um, but you know what? It doesn't matter because we're still coming with the same podcast and the same things. It's all it's all in uh, it's all in a in, in the fine print name that you might see somewhere that probably doesn't matter when you go to listen to stuff. So make sure you're checking it out and check out behindthestillcurtain.com. As Jeff Hartman says, the website still exists. Um, I just finished up a series on Kevin Colbert's uh, top five draft picks by round since, you know, we're going into a new regime for this mm -hmm. draft. And based on um, commenter demand, I want to start now with uh, with the worst ones. With the worst nice. picks by round, okay. Uh, we'll we'll be working through them, and as soon as I get work, and as soon as I work through those, we'll be into where I look into uh, whatever happened to this draft class that I do leading up to the draft. Don't have to go back to 2004 anymore because we said um, farewell to Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger. Just got to go back to 2011 because that's Cam Hayward. He's he's the the eldest statesman uh, of Steelers draft picks. So that's what we have going on there. Rich, what do you have to say here tonight to close us out? You know what? I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Thanks for coming. Thanks for letting me come on here again with you, bro, and talk Steeler football. It's always a lot of fun. <laughs> of course. And um, I'm going to keep it short, sweet, and to the point. And I hate to I hate to say this because this is not so Steeler football related, but spring fishing season is drawing near. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Wait.